Then a range Friday and Saturday. Some could be heavy. 70-ish for the afternoons. Still mild. First part of the new year. Sunday. Ralph Sanji. WGSO. Need to replace your Social Security card? In most states, you can request one online with a My Social Security account. A My Social Security account gives you secure access to your personal earnings history and benefit status. You can also get a proof of income letter, estimate and apply for benefits, and more. Save time. Go online. Open a My Social Security account at ssa.gov slash myaccount. Social Security. Securing today and tomorrow. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. The views and opinions expressed during this show are those of the hosts and guests only. In no way do they represent the views, positions, or opinions expressed or implied of WGSO 990 AM or North Shore Radio, LLC. Hello. This is Maritime Matters with Eric Schein on WGSO AM 990, the program that dives into everything American that comes together at our water's edge. I have a, a, a try to reach her. She's supposed to call in. Gosh, it threw Uh, wait. Okay. Today is the, uh, 27th. It is your program in the zone. Well, Maritime Matters. Um, we have a special guest, uh, tonight. It's Susan Swift. She's an attorney with the Right to Life League, which is the oldest pro-life organization in America. It's started in 1968, I think. Uh, Susan Swift is also the vice president of legal affairs at the Right to Life League. Prior to working in pro-life, Susan enjoyed a career in television and films. She served as a litigation attorney at a prominent international law firm in downtown Los Angeles. Susan is the mother of seven children dedicated to using her speaking and legal skills to champion civil rights for the unborn. I'm going to just bring her on real quick and uh, throw out a couple of things like uh, 2223, I think, that Newsom just passed uh, with his signature um, and a bunch of other uh milestones i guess they're 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 milestones around the neck of uh um anybody who wants to be a god-fearing and um freedom-loving american um all this is coming from you know the nobility we had the first um uh the war after this uh, Revolutionary War was the War of 1812. And it was brought on because of the Titles of Nobility Act. And our founders understood the nature of the beast, the royals and their nobility. And we're facing the same thing today. Um, Susan, are you there? I am. Can you hear me? Yep. Awesome. Loud and Good clear. Good to be with you, Eric. Thank you Thank so much you. for having me on. Get to it. Well, I'm happy to talk to you. It's really it's a bit it's a privilege to to be with you, and uh, I can I can tell you all about what they're doing out here in California with uh, the big huge future of abortion cartel. That's uh, a group of about forty different organizations that got together with Governor Gavin Newsom back in 2021 because they needed – look, they knew – they either had uh, a sneak 
peak. They either had advance intel about the coming Dobbs decision because we know it was leaked, right? Dobbs decision was leaked in May. So somebody, probably the leaker, probably could be, you know, in I'm surmising now. This is just me guessing. But they knew that, that the Dobbs decision was coming down. It was very likely going to overturn Roe versus Wade in some respect. So all of these harpies at the Future of Abortion Council, I call it the Future of Abortion Cartel, that's what I call them. Because it is an abortion cartel. It's like big pharma. It it is it is this massive uh, system for profiting off of the death of human beings, just like the yep. cartels down in you know South America and other places. So anyway, these uh, these harpies on the future of abortion cartel, they got together with their buddy uh, Governor Gavin Newsom, who's you know California's uh, pretty boy out here on the in the the West Coast, land of fruits and nuts. And what they did is they decided, look, we are going to lose market share. If Dobbs overturns Roe versus Wade, we are going to see trigger laws go automatically into place. Trigger laws is not a gun thing. It just means that the law is on the books and is triggered. It becomes activated once Roe versus Wade is is overturned, as as many were. So it, these trigger laws in 27 states automatically went into effect, that, and they started limiting uh, abortion in 27 states. Some more than others. Some, like the Texas heartbeat bill, it, it's at it's six weeks when you can detect, detect a human heartbeat, a fetal heartbeat. Others are 15 weeks, like Louisiana, which is the pain viable. Uh, so that's the one that was actually where Dobbs came from was Louisiana. So things like that went into effect. And what that means for the abortion cartel is that it, it interferes with their market share. Right. Instead of having 50 states where that they can do their bloody business and you know just just harvest babies and kill them in the womb. Right. Well, now you have 27 right. states that are limiting their their business. So in advance of this in 2021 and like November or so, December 2021, they got together with Governor Gavin Newsom and they came up with their business plan and they call it the future of abortion. And uh, they they proposed, oh, I think it was like 45 different areas or different kind of legal proposals that they wanted to get through in 2021 and they they started their plan and so in 2022 they started advancing these you know different areas of legislation uh they got 13 bills through including proposition one proposition one in california is the uh, it's the abortion on demand it, it amends our state constitution to include a brand new individual right called reproductive freedom. Now, we don't know what that means because it's not really defined. We're going to have to let judges, you know, those guys in black robes, we're going to have to let them tell us what that really means because the statute, the, the constitutional amendment doesn't really say what it may, it says. It, it all, all it says is that the state shall not deny or interfere with an individual's reproductive freedom, including the use of abortion or contraception. So that's what the law says, but we don't know what that means. So they got that through. They got Proposition 1 through, in addition to 13 other pro-abortion expansion bills in California, and that is ushering in the abortion apocalypse, which begins January 1st, because that's when all of these laws are, effect, are in effect. Most, some of them are already in effect, but the rest of them all come into effect on January 1st. And so that will begin the abortion apocalypse in California. And they're still not happy. These harpies on <laughs> on the abortion cartel, they are still not happy. They don't have enough baby blood in the streets yet. They need more. And so what they did is they took their wish list from 2021 and they said, this is our Christmas wish list for 2022 and 2023. And this is what we want. They, so they're, they're going to continue pushing uh, for more. They call it abortion access. Because the lie that these these the, this cartel, the abortion cartel, these harpies push is that that abortion is health care. Um, that, that's like saying cho uh, chocolate is diet food. <laughs> it is not yeah. true. It, there's no there's no proof of that. But they, they've been saying this now for 50 years because that's the lie. It's I guess it was it Goebbels who said once you just you keep repeating a lie often enough and it eventually becomes the truth. I know that that's some sort of. Uh, a very smart Hitlerian kind of propaganda tool, yep. but you, you just keep saying it over and over and over again, and people believe it. So uh, two, two or three generations of women have 
have grown up hearing that abortion is health care. And now, of course, these evil men and a couple women on the Supreme Court have taken away their health care in the overturning of Roe versus Wade. They actually believe that. That's how ignorant uh, many people are. And, and it's not their fault. It's the media's fault for not informing them. But that's that's the state of uh, California. And that's what what we're going to be seeing starting January 1st in a nutshell. Wow. That is a nutshell for sure. Um, there's more about the uh, 2022-23. Mm-hmm. You know about that. Well, what what they're doing with all of the, you mean, do you want me to summarize all of the different bills that, have, that are yes, passing? Yes, and, please. And, and please. what they want, what more? All right. Okay. Well, just to give you a, a couple of. Well, and we're going to break here in a minute, but continue. Okay. Oh, there's the music. Um, We're going to break. We're with Susan Swift. She's an attorney with the Right to Life League, which is the oldest pro-life organization in America. Um, We'll be right back, and she'll get into it a lot more. Um, Thank you. Join me, BJ Rust, every weekday at 6 p.m. for the Something to Say radio show. We'll talk sports, music, current events, everything in between. That's weekdays, 6 p.m., only on WGSO 990 AM. Beer is booming, and we're here to share the good word and the latest news about our favorite beverage. Join us every week, Beer Guys Radio, Saturday at 8 p.m., right here on WGSO 990 AM. Donate your vehicle and make a difference. WGSO 990 AM has partnered with Charitable Adult Rides and Services, also known as CARS, to allow you the opportunity to donate your car, truck, motorcycle, RV, or boat to our nonprofit organization. You may qualify for a tax deduction while supporting a cause that is near and dear to your heart. Simply go to WGSO.com and follow the link on our homepage. Vehicle donation pickup is always free to you, and most vehicles can be picked up within 24 to 72 hours. You'll receive an initial car donation receipt upon pickup, and then the CARS team will work to turn your car into cash to support our cause. Once your vehicle is sold, the CARS team will provide you proper tax forms in time to file. Their friendly donor support representatives are available seven days a week to assist throughout the process. Again, for more information, go to WGSO.com. Hi, I'm Huck. And this is Dave. Please join us on Liberty or Lockdown on Thursdays at 5 p.m. Be there. Does your business need help with print, signs, or marketing? Partner with Sir Speedy. We have more than 50 years of know-how and a proven track record that goes into every project. Our specialists will work with you on everything from print collateral and direct marketing campaigns to signage both indoor and outdoor. Call Sir Speedy and let us know how we can help at 504-586-9812 or visit us online at SirSpeedyNewOrleans.com. Sir Speedy, if you need it, we do it. You can provide the life-changing opportunity of a quality education to a disadvantaged Louisiana student at almost no cost. For those inclined to make a difference and fortify our community, it's a no-brainer. 95% of every donation to ACE scholarships directly funds a deserving child scholarship, and you receive a 95% tax credit through the Louisiana Tuition Donation Credit. To learn more, call Arthur Dupre at 504-710-1132. Well, you probably heard, Metri Diner moved to the heart of Metairie, 3804 Veterans. Of course, they've still got breakfast all day, every day, 8 a.m. till 2 a.m. on the weekends. If you need it quick on your way to work, weekdays before 10 a.m., get ham, bacon, or sausage breakfast biscuits in 10 minutes or they're free. Metri Diner has great lunch and dinner specials. Thursday night's always steak night with beautiful ribeyes and fillets. People love the mozzarella sticks, onion rings, burgers, meatballs, fried jalapenos, and green peppers. Well, they do make just about everything from scratch at Metri Diner. Don't forget the beignet fries and crawfish cornbread. Come see us. 3804 Veterans Memorial Boulevard, finer than your usual diner. Metri Diner.
All right. Let's go right back to Susan Swift. Susan. Yes, I am here. Go. Thanks again, Eric, oh. for having me on your show. I really appreciate it. Um, hey, no, I, who- when I, well, when I uh, saw you at Free, uh, America Fest, um, you were on Lindell TV uh, doing, uh, talking to somebody and yeah. uh, you, you weren't, you were you weren't pulling any punches. You were um, saying it like it is. You used the word Germany, uh, Nazi, um, Third Reich. You know, I, I don't know what exactly you said, but um, it uh, echoed all of those. Um... Well, I, I I was I was lucky enough to uh, uh, I know uh, Brandon House who uh, he, he is he. He runs Lindell TV, and uh, he brings me on occasionally. I'm, I guess, I'm like his pro-life chick. Okay, <laughs> that's what he <laughs> me on there for. So I get, I give good commentary to him um, uh, at, about all of the different things that are going on in, you know, you know, California out here in, in the People's Republic of California. And so he had me on, and, and I saw when I was at Amfest, I was really excited to go. And if, if you haven't been to Amfest, boy, you should go. It's so much fun because there's all yeah. of these real, there's, there's the young generation of the, the 20 somethings that are around. They are so on fire. They just are so excited about our country and they are, they're, they, they just want to spread the truth about what, you know, what our country is really about and the truth of, you know, everything that's going on. And they're so hungry and eager to learn. And so they were there in droves. It was really amazing. And I, uh, as yeah. I descended the elevator to, to go on to the, the, there are two areas, two wings of kind of media row, they called it. I saw over on the right-hand side, I saw Lindell TV. And, and since I have um, I have been on Brandon House's show. I, I real quick, like a bunny rabbit, I texted him and said, oh, are you going to be at Amfest? You can be there. And he said, no, but we have a booth there. Walk over and, and talk to Matthew. Matthew Alvarez is a host uh, for uh, uh, Lindell TV. And he said, go tell Matthew, Matthew that, um, that you're here and he can give you an earphone, you know, put it in your ear and then I can talk to you that way. And um, so I was able to uh, basically break for Lindell TV uh, all of these different um, California abortion bills that they want from the, you know, the abortion cartel that these, you know, the future of abortion cartel wants because they had just dropped their list. They had just basically took their, as I was talking to you in the first segment, I was explaining that the California future of abortion, FAB, I bet you that's what they'd like to call themselves. I just call them the harpies of, of the, you know, the abortion cartel. Anyway, they got together with this wish list in 2021 because they want to expand abortion. They're losing market share thanks to the, the Dobbs overturning Roe versus Wade. And they want to make sure that the state, California, fund their wish list. That's what this is what this is really all about is using our public taxpayer dollars dollars to kill babies and to harvest their tissues, their fetal tissue for yep. research, because that's there's a ton of ton of money in that. Right. And so and they're just trying to figure out how do we get the public to pay for it for our business model so we can just sit back and uh, rake in the cash. By the way, I just was listening to um, uh, Greg Burt and Jonathan Keller. Uh, they were on uh, right, uh, right to Life Radio, and they just broke down how much money the abortion cartel in California gets from Medi-Cal. And just for the chemical abortion alone, what is a chemical abortion? A chemical abortion is where you take pills, mifepristone and then misoprostol, to uh, slowly starve the baby to death and then induce early labor with chemicals that, that make you know, uterine contractions so that you expel the baby. And sometimes the baby's born alive. Most of the time, the baby's not. But it kills women as well because you can end up with um, uh, partial um, hemorrhaging, you can end up with sepsis, uh, and 26 women have died, as far as we know, according to the FDA. In any event, this this chemical abortion drug cocktail is all the rage. And guess what? Um, according to Greg Keller and Jonathan uh, Jonathan Keller and Greg Burt, that uh, and you have to really souse out this information because they hide it. The abortion cartels get reimbursed at $598. For each wow. one of these, basically, uh, you know, drug cocktails, and the Biden administration has recently, just last year, just uh, eliminated the requirement that you had to that it couldn't be mailed to you. It can now be mailed to you, and so they they are making hand over fist money on on the the abortion pill, 
And it, they, is there they any less money? I think they were saying about four hundred dollars for first trimester uh, abortion. They they now call it, oh they have such sweet sanitizing words for it. They call it an aspiration procedure. Aspiration meaning <laughs> suck the baby yeah. out of you know. They, 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 that's a glass turret with a sharp edge that basically cuts the baby into little pieces and sucks it into a sink. That's an aspiration. That 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 sounds so nice, doesn't it? And the other one that they use for the chemical abortion, they don't call it a chemical abortion. They call it a medical abortion. It's like, well, aren't they all medical abortion? No, 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 no. We're gonna call the drug the drug version, the chemical pills, we're going to call that a medical abortion. And the, the ones that are surgical abortions, we're going to call that an aspiration abortion. Well, they make about $400 per from Medi-Cal. They get reimbursed from that. They get $400 for the aspiration abortions on just the first trimester, trimester but they get $598 for a medical abortion, the, the, the chemical pill. That's what they get. So that you can see how much money they stand to make by passing out these pills. And no, there's no longer even a requirement that a woman be seen by a gynecologist, by, by an abortionist, anyone, to scan to see well, how far along is she. Because these pills are not – they're not designed actually for – Abortion. They're actually they were developed by the the drug companies for a different application altogether. So this is off label use, but it's effective. And so it's only it's it's only considered quote unquote safe if the the woman is only about twelve weeks along gestationally. So the baby is twelve weeks or younger, right? Tiny baby, right? Um, right. After twelve weeks, the risk to the mother's life goes up because um, the baby is larger and might survive being poisoned to death, right, the, the being withheld progesterone and starved to death. So it's, it's counter use, right? You shouldn't be using it after 12 weeks, but they, don't, they used to have at least to protect the woman's health, they would require the woman come in and get an ultrasound to date the pregnancy. And find out. Oh well, you're you're 14 weeks. We can't do the chemical abortion. We have to do the uh, the surgical abortion. We have to cut the baby up and you know like that. At least that was quote unquote safer for the woman. But now they don't even care about that. They, they, now you can just order it online, have it shipped to your house. Your neighbor can give it to you, whatever. And so we're going to start seeing um, more more and more use of that. I think a, a 2020 Guttmacher Institute survey uh, came out and said that as of 2020. Um, 54% of all abortions are these chemical pill abortions. 54%. So the majority are being done by this very lucrative. It's a, it's a, a drug cartel. Think of the abortion industry yeah. as a drug cartel. That's what they're doing. Okay. And the reason why, look, and if you're, if your listeners don't already know about this, I'll, I'll just remind them how all of this got started. Planned Parenthood was started by a eugenicist, Margaret Sanger. Margaret She's Sanger. Margaret Sanger was a white Anglo-Saxon Protestant who believed in eugenics. She was a huge fan of Hitler. She thought eugenics was just the way to go because it would keep the bloodlines pure, right? And so what her goal was, she didn't want blacks, browns, and Catholics reproducing. And so she started the very first contraception business, which gradually it, it became Planned Parenthood. And when, you know, when the contraception business, when we couldn't, when, when she couldn't get Blacks, Browns, and Catholics to Excuse stop, me. Uh, stop reproducing out there. She went into Susan, Susan. procedures. Sorry. Uh, we got the next break coming up. Um, half bottom of the hour. American Ground Radio is headed to New Orleans. The Big Easy. The Crescent City. The birthplace of jazz. Nal and y'all. Every day, more and more Americans are listening on American Ground. Listen each Saturday from noon to 1 p.m. with Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr on 990 AM WGSO and streaming live at WGSO.com. This should be fun. Hello, folks. This is Terrence Jones again. I'm back with the Terrence Louisiana Jones Gumbo Hour. I will be bringing you topics about gumbo ingredients from the business, youth, workforce, alumni, sports arena. Join us every Saturday from WGSO Studio in the CBD from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Central Time. We will have in studio guests and welcome your phone call. Please join us at WGSO 990 a.m. as well as WGSO.com. Please be sure to join us every Saturday from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Central Time at the Terrence Louisiana Jones Gumbo Hour. 
Hey, folks, this is Jeff Cruer. Join me at 7 a.m. till 11 right here on WGSO 990 a.m. or Ringside Politics with a Punch. We're going to be bringing you great guests. We'll discuss the latest hot topics and, of course, taking your phone calls. On Wednesday, Darren Beatty joins us of Revolver News. We'll discuss censorship and other hot topics with social media. And we'll review all the big stories of the day with Ringside All-Star, the conservative crawgator, Doug Schechtschneider. All of that and more right here on Ringside from 7 to 11 on WGSO. Port of South Louisiana, along the Mississippi River, feeds and fuels the world. As one of America's largest tonnage ports, the Port of South Louisiana is the premier sea gateway for U.S. export and import traffic, creating jobs for the people of Southeast Louisiana who are the hardest working in America. To learn more, go to portsouthlouisiana.com or portsl.com. Louisiana Radio Network News, I'm Kevin Gallagher. The weather continues to cause several travel delays and flight cancellations across the country. Nick Chabaria with AAA says Southwest Airlines has had the most cancellations compared to other carriers. He says if you're flying in the next few days, check ahead before driving to the airport so you don't wind up stranded. Make sure you're, you download your airline's app. That's usually the best way to receive updates uh, on any delays or cancellations, as well as it uh, can be the easiest way to rebook uh, should you need to rebook a flight uh, last minute. There's a $50,000 Powerball prize that's yet to be claimed, and the ticket was sold in Ascension Parish for the July 30th drawing. Louisiana Lottery's Kim Chopin says lottery to- ticket holders have 180 days to claim a draw-style game, and the deadline is coming up on the 26th of January. It was purchased at the Fisherman's One Stop on Highway 22 in Panama. So if you visit there and buy your Powerball tickets there, please go check your tickets because there's $50,000 out there waiting on you. This is news from LRN. For nearly half a century, Tiger Ag Magazine has covered all things LSU sports. The 2003 National Championship with Coach Nick Saban. Tiger Rag Magazine was there. The 2007 National Championship with Coach Les Miles. Tiger Rag Magazine was there. And the undefeated season of the 2019 National Championship with Coach Ed Ordron. Tiger Rag was there with coverage from the practice field to the hoisting of the trophy. But in all these years of LSU sports moments, there has never been a more exciting time to be a Tiger fan than now. A new era has arrived at Tiger Stadium. Coach Brian Kelly has arrived in Baton Rouge with aspirations of grasping the one thing thing. that has eluded his illustrious career, a national championship. It takes hard work. It takes a commitment. Tiger Rag Magazine will be there every step of the way as Coach Kelly attempts to solidify his status in Louisiana immortality. Follow each moment with Tiger Rag Magazine on newsstands now online at tigerrag.com. When the time came, I knew I had to find a place where mom would be safe and active while still feeling independent. A place that was close to all of us and everything she needed. Locally owned and operated in the heart of Gonzales, I found Francois Ben's Senior Living. They specialize in independent and assisted living and memory care. Call 225-647-BEND for more information on our special pre-leasing offers. Francois Ben Senior Living. Experience life as it should be. Easy Pet Shop and Rescue is a nonprofit volunteer-run rescue. We provide adoption services and care for homeless animals across the New Orleans metro area. We also offer pet supplies and grooming services at our downtown and Marigny locations. The shops are located at 839 Spain Street and 513 Dumaine Street and are open from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. weekdays and noon to 6 on Saturdays, noon to 5 on Sundays. We can be found on the web at BigEasyPetShop.com. Support local animals in need by shopping and adopting with Big Easy Animal Rescue. Hi, I'm William Wallace. You can hear me live on Tuesday nights at 5 o'clock here on WGSO or see what I have to say on Facebook at William Wallace Forum. WGSO 990 AM is the only locally owned and operated talk station in New Orleans. We feature 20 local hosts discussing a variety of topics in an era when the daily newspaper is being discontinued and our competitors are out-of-state media conglomerates. We ask you, our listeners, to support local programming on a local station. To advertise or sponsor one of our great shows, contact me at jeff at wgso.com or call 504-669-6076. This is Jay Walker, voice of the Raging Cajuns. Catch University of Louisiana Lafayette football right here each week on the Community Voice of the Crescent City, WGSO 990 AM. Everything old is new again is changing time from 1 o'clock on Saturdays 
to 9 a.m. WGSO 990. We're back. Um, Susan. Yes, sir. Um, can you go into 22, 23 a little bit? Because that's um, pretty scary. Uh, it removes the right of... Um, Oh, investigation and, um, you know, into, uh, oh, AB. Oh, you mean AB yeah. 2223. Oh, yes, sir. Yeah. Oh, that bill, that is something that, um, I went up many, many times. The right to life league is, but by the way, if, if people are joining at the bottom of the hour, my name is Susan Swift. I am the vice president of legal affairs at the right to life league, which is America's first pro-life organization. We were founded in 1967 long before Roe versus Wade was even a thing. And the three things that we do, we fight against bad uh, pro-abort legislation in, in California. We educate on the truth of abortion. Abortion is not health care. It is simply murder of a child in the womb. And the third thing that we do that no other organization does is we, as far as I know, uh, is we provide direct uh, for free, free services to pro-life clinics, centers, and maternity homes all up and down California to help them keep their doors open in the most anti-life state in the nation. We provide, you know, like uh, corporate tips and tricks, like basically not at legal advice, but legal information so that, hey, how do I how do I uh, navigate all of the corporate compliance in California? So I, as a medical clinic director, am in, you know, in compliance, things like that. That's something that the Right to Life League does that, as far as I know, no one else does. But anyway, that being said, okay. AB 2223. That was a bill that was ostensibly written by an assemblywoman named Buffy Wicks. Um, I don't think she wrote that. I think it was handed to her. I think someone, Emerald Robinson told me that some uh, bureaucrat from the Obama administration actually wrote it. I don't know if that's true, but it sure sounds good. And probably handed it to Buffy Wicks. I call uh, Buffy Wicks, I call her assemblywoman Buffy the baby slayer Wicks. Because what this bill does is it, it first of all, it, it decriminalizes infanticide. It, it, it was sold to California as, as a, a way to not stigmatize women, not prosecute women for miscarriages, stillbirths, abortions, or perinatal death due to causes that occur in utero. Okay. Well, nobody is stigmatizing or criminalizing women for miscarriages or stillbirths. Right. I mean, that a miscarriage is when you, you know, you lose a baby before 20 weeks. Stillbirth is after 20 weeks. That means the baby dies in utero uh, on its own. It's just it's a natural thing. It happens. It's very sad. And then is born, you know, dead. Okay, that those are the first two. So those were stupid. But what they did is they wanted to there was a rogue prosecutor. There were two different cases in California where prosecutors went after. I think there was one woman who was a meth addict. She I might have been a prostitute. She had had like 10, 10 times she had basically used meth and the baby was born alive and then died. And so a prosecutor finally prosecuted her for basically, you know, a child abuse and, and attempted murder, I guess. I don't know exactly. I don't have the thing in front of it. But the Planned Parenthood and all of the abortion cartels, they saw that as a way to say, oh, these heartless conservative uh, prosecutors, they're, they're demonizing a woman at the most, at the worst time of her life. She's lost a baby to death, and then no one should ever prosecute a woman for when she's lost a baby. Okay, so they went after that. They decided that they were going to slip in this language that we cannot prosecute a woman for abortion, which used to be a crime in this country. You shouldn't be able to, to kill babies in the womb. You shouldn't be. But they now you yeah. can't prosecute in California for any of these, plus perinatal death due to causes that occur in utero. They added that on. Well, what does that mean? Perinatal death means death of a baby born alive, just like prenatal is before. 28 days, right? Uh, Yeah, that's the thing. Perinatal is after birth, and it's already defined in California law. The perinatal period in California law is defined as from the moment of conception through 28 days after birth. So the first yep. month of life, that's the perinatal period, according to California law. All right. So um, when we asked about, you know, we, we fought this at the right to life. League. I was up to Sacramento so many times on so many bills, and this one especially. We kept saying, well, what? Because that originally wasn't the, 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 the clause, but this is what they finally came up with was perinatal death due to 
causes that occur in utero. Well, what are causes that occur in utero? Well, uh, hey, DNA, like uh, Down syndrome, trisome 18, cord wrapped around the neck three times. Those are all causes that occur in utero. I mean, you could get gunshot. A woman could be shot in the abdomen and the babies died from the bullet. That, that has literally happened. Okay, those yes. are all causes that occur in utero. But what are you really getting at, right? They're talking about, I think, this, the, the chemical abortion pill. Medical abortions, that's what they call it, or aspiration abortions, that's their euphemism for cutting up a baby alive. When you try to, you, you, or saline abortion, when you try to burn the baby alive with saline solution. And yet some of these, they are abortion survivors who testified on Capitol Hill saying, I survived an abortion. Maybe they don't have an arm or a leg. Maybe they've burned all over, but they survived. And yet in, now, thanks to AB 2223, if this child is born alive, but left to die, so long as somebody in the room can point to a cause that occurred in utero, i.e. an attempted botched abortion, chemical, saline, surgical, or otherwise, right? And so long as the baby died, then no one is going to investigate it because AB 2223 strips away the coroner's duty to investigate the baby's death. Used to be you had to at least investigate, you know, maybe a baby's a week old or two weeks old, have to investigate the baby's death. Well, now... You, there's no duty to investigate so long as the mother is consenting, so long as she, this is her preferred pregnancy outcome, she wants a, an abortion. Well, it's a botched abortion. The baby is born alive. The baby could be let, let, left to die and bleed to death there. Or practically speaking, now this is not legally, you know, uh, uh, the, the, the law does not allow this, but practically speaking, it, it'll be possible. Anybody in the room, the abortionist, uh, the, the next door neighbor, whoever it was who assisted this woman in attempting an abortion, right, could just smother that baby and say, well, now the baby's dead and we're not going to have an investigation. The coroner has no duty and no one else can even ask about or even threaten to bring an investigation because AB 2223 creates a private cause of action that enables the mother or anyone who assists her, the abortionist, the nurse, the next door neighbor, anybody who helped her to have yep. a private cause of action against you for $25,000 plus attorney's fees and costs. So you don't even dare ask. So first responder, anybody who shows up at the house, they wow. have a three-week-old dead baby, so dead, dead baby, three weeks old. And the first responder says, gee, how did this baby die? Right. And whoever's there can say, you say another word, and you're going to get slapped with a lawsuit. That, that, is, that is the practical effect of what we're looking at with AB 2223. The other practical effect is that the, the data surrounding the death are of you doing anything born alive. To f mm -hmm. Are you fighting that? We fought it up tooth and nail up in, in Sacramento. We did, but it passed. Yeah. It was voted on. It's passed. It's become a law. It is going into effect January 1st. So wow. that, and what the practical effect is going to be is this is going to cover up uh, botched abortions, the, the data about botched abortions, right, and who survives it. Now, they may, it, maybe none of these babies actually are going to be born alive, and have, maybe we won't have any perinatal deaths due to causes that occur in utero, but we're never going to know because there's no duty yeah. to report, and you can't investigate it. This is a cover-up. This is a massive um, chemical abortion cover-up bill. That's what Buffy the Baby Slayer Wicks has written for the law that's coming into effect January 1st. Wow. Yep. Wow. And again, it's money. It's money. Just think about it. If it's a, no, it's, it's, it's more than that. How much money? It's, it's more than that. It is the killing of a viable Patriot. Yes. You know, and you have to remember it is. the other thing, Eric, that they want to sell the baby tissues. The use yep. SF, um, they they yep. they make big money researching with baby tissues, fetal organs, right? Like little kidneys and lungs and hearts and brains. Uh, another pro pro life group, it's called Pro Life SF, has been exposing what the UC San Francisco has been doing. Research, it's a huge research facility, and they use. Uh, aborted fetal tissue, but they have to have it very fresh. They even say in their literature that they want the baby to be kind of harvested very, very fresh because they want the, the you know, very freshest organs that the blood is still, you know, circulating. So they want second trimester or even third trimester baby tissues for research. Where do you think we're going to get it? 
Well, we've got AB 2223 now. We've got a lot of these pro-abortion laws on the books that are going to help facilitate the harvesting of fetal tissue. Babies, little babies in the womb. We just won't we won't kill them. On, uh, we, we can harvest them alive, right? Go, go ahead and take them out at, you know, 13, 14 weeks and, and let them expire on the table and then sell their tissues. We know this from the David Daleiden film that, that now Vice President Kamala Harris prosecuted, right, to shut him up, went after him for exposing um, the, the sale of fetal body parts, which is against federal law. Right. So we know this happens. There's an industry out there. I don't know how vast it is, but it is part of the abortion cartel. They're making money by selling chemical abortion pills, by participating in these surgical abortions and then harvesting the tissues. Right. And, and, and you know, when they're done with all the, the medical waste, so-called, they can burn it to, to heat um, buildings. I mean, this is this is almost like soy and green. This is what we're doing. Yeah. We're a, a crop, if you will, a crop of young impoverished women a, a lot of them are minority as we know there are more black babies aborted in new york city than are born right because again back to margaret sanger right who is the yep. the, the mother of the eugenics movement in in the united states who founded planned parenthood to control the surplus population of blacks browns and catholics right she wanted to make sure that they didn't, you know, that they didn't reproduce. And then she she fostered abortion, right, as an alternative when that failed, right? So she, this is all about controlling the population of Americans. As you said, American citizens. We're killing American citizens in the womb. Not even, patriots. And, and then we're profiting from it. We're, yes, patriots. They could they're, be patriots. They ha, they're potential patriots. And potential we're patriots. We're not allowing them to live. Mm-hmm. They, 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 they want to take over. The United States of America, if they haven't already, um, the nobility and the uh, royal family. I don't know if you ever heard of a book. Um, uh, it's uh, uh, something. Uh, and a cup of tea. Business without signage is like a car with a flat tire. It's not going anywhere fast. Sir Speedy can change that. We're a trusted resource for sign design and production. Whether you need trade show displays, banners, posters, directional signs, window decals, wall graphics, or more, Sir Speedy sign capabilities can help your business get noticed. Call us today at 504-586-9812. Sir Speedy, we do it. Hi, I'm Huck, an active Christian who loves Louisiana. One of my goals is to bring Louisiana's education from 50th to number one. And I'm Dave. I'm not afraid of government bureaucrats. I fear God. Our rights and freedoms come from Him. This is Liberty or Lockdown. Please join us on Thursdays at 5 p.m. on WGSO 990 AM and WGSO.com. This is Kate Delaney from America Tonight. The show kicks on at midnight, and I'm loving the overwhelming support in New Orleans. What a group of fantastic listeners here on WGSO 990 AM. Join me every morning to catch up on what I call the buzz in your backyard and mine. You'll hear some of the most interesting people on the planet from the world of business, politics, sports, and, well, just intriguing people with a story to tell. If you're around, give us a call. Don't worry, I'll spit out the number plenty of times on the air. Let's agree to meet at midnight right here on WGSO 990 AM in New Orleans. It's Jeff Cruer, host of Ringside Politics. I'd like to introduce WGSO General Manager Marianne Guzman. WGSO is locally owned and operated right here in New Orleans. We believe in cultivating local talent and emphasize local programs. If you have interest in hosting your own program, then we have some prime spots available. Thanks, Marianne. Folks, take advantage of this great offer. Email me at jeff at wgso.com or call me at 504-669-6076. Come fulfill your radio dreams at WGSO. Craft beer is booming, and we're here to share the good word and the latest news about our favorite beverage. Join us every week, Beer Guys Radio, Saturday at 8 p.m., right here on WGSO 990 AM. You can check out He Said, She Said on a new day. Hump day. A new day, but we'll still be discussing and debating the hot topics. Wednesdays at 5. Here on WGSO. 
Tim McNally, host of the Dine, Wine, and Spirit Show on WGSO 990 AM. Every weekday. From 4 until 5 on WGSO 990 AM. This is where we started. This is our home. We're going to bring you news of the wine world, interviews with wine makers. We're going to talk to people who know something about wine. We hope you'll join us. The Dine, Wine, and Spirit Show on WGSO 990 AM. Every weekday. From 4 until 5. From the heart of the Crescent Join me, Mitch Gibbs, live on WGSO Radio from 9 to 11 every Saturday morning at Premier Nissan 6636 Veterans Boulevard, where Metairie meets Canada for breakfast with the Bayou Bengals talking LSU football. All right. Yeah, I don't know if you've heard of the book, um, The Antichrist and a Cup of Tea. No, I have not. That's a really good book. It, it it points out or paints out um, that King Charles is the Antichrist. You know, there's... oh, interesting. <laughs> He's there. <laughs> oh yeah, jeez, oh, we're there. Yep. <laughs> and he's being coronated in um, May of next year. So I think some really dastardly deeds are going to be um, just these pieces of legislation that you point to there, you know, January 1st. Um, but yep, 2023 is going to be a very, very gruesome year, at least in California, and especially with abortion. And the problem is in Los Angeles yep. County and, and California, that is how so goes the nation. And that's why it's so very important to fight against the the abortion cartel and the pro-abortion expansion bills in California because that's yep. how it goes it spreads and infects there are similar propositions to Prop One in already in uh, Michigan and in Vermont they're already started so the, the the notion of reproductive freedom when you when an individual has a, a fundamental right to reproductive freedom it sounds so nice it sounds like a Marxist utopia right I get to have as yeah. many babies as I want without government interference. That's not exactly what it means, because when you say individual, what does that mean? Well, an individual is defined as any person without regard to age. So you can have a child, have reproductive freedom, right? Well, what if I'm Uncle Joe, the 40-year-old, and my reproductive freedom is I enjoy uh, diddling 14-year-old boys, right? How are we going to decide? What if the 14-year-old boy is a consenting, quote-unquote, individual, right? Then will the state have any permission? Will the state have – see, the Proposition 1 says – State shall not deny or interfere with an individual's reproductive freedom in their most intimate decisions, including abortion and the use of contraception. Well, that's including. It means other things. So does that include rape? Does that include uh, incest? What about all the laws on our books that prevent uh, the, you know, the abuse of children? Maybe, maybe those are going out the window because of Proposition 1 in California, because we are going to acknowledge all individuals have this fundamental right, even starting at age five. That's something that they're trying to do also in California, the, the, this abortion cartel, the future of abortion council. They, they didn't get everything they wanted done in 2022. And so now for 2023, they want to cancel pro-life uh, crisis pregnancy centers. They just want to change. These are, these are good nonprofits who are just trying to change hearts and minds telling women, you know, you don't need to kill your baby. You don't need to have an abortion. We will help you. We'll walk through with you. We'll big sister beside you, whatever you need. But what these, the abortion cartel wants to do, they want to use taxes, state money to weaponize state propaganda to smear these pro-life centers as deceptive and misleading and full of misinformation and harmful. That's what they want the state to do. And they want to fund opposition research to thwart their pro-life messaging. This is all they want. This is what the abortion cartel wants the state of California to do. This is this is the sickness. And they want the state to indoctrinate children in school by funding comprehensive sex health education about abortion and forcing school children to participate in core surveys on sexual and reproductive health. You know what that code is. Reproductive health is code for abortion. And it's also gender transitioning. So, and that's what the, the yep. rage of the new, look, if, if abortion, that abortion kills one baby at a time, it is population control 1.0. 
the the yep. gender transitioning, which is just gender mutilation and you know surgical mu- mutilation and you know chemical, that is population control 2.0 because yep. that stops fertility right there. If a girl yep. goes through that and gets the shots and gets everything cut up and cut off, guess what? She can't bear children. Same thing for young That's men. It. That is so. We're at population control 2.0 when we're starting to talk about the state. Uh, funding, uh, gender transitioning, and abortion. All these, That's what we're talking about. All, all these people that are pushing this agenda are Malthusians. They, they, they. Yep. They hate life. They, they want. Um, John Malthus was was a very arrogant uh, elitist who who wanted to say what he he believed in a very wrong theory that that that, that there are that different races are some are superior than others. It's like you know you what we're more familiar with Hitler and everything, but that's what John that's 250 years ago. That was John Malthus who came yeah. up with this and and did all of these so-called scientific studies measuring the craniums of, you know, whites and blacks and concluded that therefore, based on these measurements, they were, you know, whites were superior to blacks. That was the whole lie that John Malthus pushed 250 years ago. This is, and this is continuing to this day because these people, these, these abortionists, these, as you were talking about, I guess the elitist bloodlines, they don't see what they see is they see disparate peoples. They don't see one human race. And that is the truth of God, that we are all one human race, mankind. That's what we are. They're not, they're not differences. We just look different. On GMO, genetically yeah, it's, it's, modified it's, it's, organism. <laughs> it's right. That's, and that's, what, hey, that's what they're trying to do with all of the vaccines, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. They're trying to genetically modify us. But they, these people see us. As, as as like these, they see these innocent babies as crops to be harvested, and these young women, especially minority and and impoverished women, because they're vulnerable, right? They're vulnerable to the fear of abortion. As I was explaining, this 2014 Gutmacher study, they they explained that 75% of women they were below the poverty line, and 75% of them chose abortion because they specifically said they didn't feel like they had any other choice. That's choice, desperation. Yeah. That's not a that's not a woman who's saying I, I want an abortion. I shout my abortion. That's a woman who's scared that she may not have a place to live and she's having to choose between having another baby and maybe paying rent. That is not choice. That and that if there's anything that we can do as a society, I mean, we can start we can stop spending a lot of money that we do by government. We our government wastes too much. But the one thing that we can do to end abortion is we can come alongside, we can big sister these girls, these women, and we say there is never a reason that you've yep. got to kill a baby. You never do. And you can spend money to save their life and turn them around. And that's what this is how Ronald Reagan beat the Cold War long ago in Europe. He said, fine, we are going to outspend you commies. That's what he did. And he blew up our military budget and he bankrupted you know the Soviet Union. That's what we have to do to this this abortion business. We have to stop funding the, the things that, that create their business and we have to start funding the solutions and the compassion to, to because the only way that we're really going to end abortion is by loving those mothers, by adopting the mothers, right? And telling them you never have to kill your baby. If you don't want to be a parent, we'll help you adopt, we'll help you do any, but you never have to choose death over rent or anything else, and we will help you. You have to adopt the mothers, and you have to love the mothers. And then, through Christian love, that type of Christian charity, you can change the world, and you can change the lives for better. Wow. Susan Swift, legal advisor. <laughs> well, I don't know. That's just, you're getting my opinion. But yes, I am. I, I do. I, as I was explaining, I'm with the Right to Life League, which is America's first pro-life organization. If you want to find out more about what we're doing in California to fight abortion, to educate on the truth of abortion, and to help these pro-life clinic centers and homes stay open, you can go to our website, which is righttolifeleague.org, righttolifeleague.org. Org. You can uh, see what we're doing, see our news and events. You can hopefully hit that donate button and send us a, a couple of bucks because uh, we're the tip of the spear out here. Me, BJ Rust, every weekday at 6 p.m. for the Something to Say radio show. We'll talk sports, music, current events, everything in between. That's weekdays, 6 p.m., only on WGSO 990 AM. What does grace mean to you? At Grace at the Green Light, a 501c3 nonprofit, we believe that everyone deserves a hot meal clean drinking water, and the chance to go home again. Our work is made possible through the generous support of Auctioner Health, 
Southeast Louisiana's largest nonprofit, multi-specialty healthcare delivery system.